The purpose of the group is that you don't feel like you're in a crazy world of dysfunction without the tools that you need. I'm here to give you tools. And I don't want you to ever feel um, uncomfortable to, to ask me anything. But I get calls of people here six months, nine months, a year that are ABC, Aleph base. Like they didn't read the first page of the manual. You know, they don't even know the full name, Twisted Parenting. They didn't get up to parenting yet. They're just up to twi. And they're like, I don't know what's going on. We're trying twi. And like they don't know anything. You got to read the manual for your sake and you got to watch the videos and got to get comfortable with what we're trying to accomplish. Again, I don't mind. It's not about my time and I'm, I try to be very, very patient. Um, I've never, you know, kicked anybody out or gotten upset at anybody, but I, it bothers me for your sake because how could you live with a kid who is dysfunctional when you don't know the ABCs of what you're trying to accomplish and then everything is a question. And most of the questions that I get have the same answer. And people are like asking the same questions over and over and over again. It's the same question. Anybody know how to use Excel versus Word? Excel, yeah? Okay. What's the genius of Excel? The genius of Excel, just a little sidebar here, is that even though the paper says, let's say, number six, right, it really is not number six. It's what the brain is saying that it is. So it could be it's box A6 plus B6 and then C6 says six, but there's not a six. It's really – so a lot of people are not concluding properly – in their training, so that way, as soon as there's another problem that's exactly the same stuff, but with different details, they're totally lost, like as if, like as if they're lost. So I want you to train like Hatzala trains. I want you to enter a situation calm, cool. It's difficult, but you know what to do instead of ah, you know. I want you to be on the same page. I don't want you to start arguing. You never have to argue about this kid because you both agreed that you're following me with your daster if there's a question. We have a great setup. You should never feel uncomfortable. You should feel pain for your child, pain for yourself. That's all fine. But not sure what to do? Have we ever really mostly, mostly we know what to do. Right? So you have to be trained, and the more that you're trained, the, the better the result is, because your kid knows there's a certain calm. There's a certain calm. We don't panic. Our vibe is good. We're good. We know how to handle this. Sometimes the first three or four car accidents are a little, uh, you know, unnerving by, by 12 or 13, 14 car accidents. You know what to do. You're calm, right? The insurance broker's on speed dial. He's, he's, he's good. And if any of you, if your kid never had a car accident, don't even handle it. Just send it to him. Cause he's, you know, he's like, okay. The most important thing is that you're okay. The car has insurance or maybe doesn't and we'll work it out. You're safe. And that's the only thing that matters. We know how to respond. Why? Cause the other stuff creates disconnection. Okay. So we have to just review. TP is not about giving gifts. TP is not about paying their bills. TP is not about saying, okay, 
Those are all things you need to do so that way you're in the building. So that way you're, you have a connection to this patient. Because once you start not doing that, they shut down. But that's not TP. The miracle of TP is once you rebuild trust, once you are the ones that your child turns to and you can handle their pain and you don't just say those, you know, give away cheap lines that regular parents tell their children, even healthy children, and they shouldn't, you know, stuff like we grew up with that somehow miraculously worked for many people. Children are meant to be seen and not heard. You do that today, you'll have children who when they grow up, they won't be seen or heard. It just doesn't work, the stuff that um, worked on us. And I say worked on us because we're most of us are alive, but many of us are hurting. Many of us are hurting. I was on the phone this week with a new parent. I hope that they'll come. And the father was being very, honestly, very humble about the mistakes that he made, how he hurt his child very bad emotionally with anger. Now, anger is, is ki'ilu avidavadizara. There's, it's the worst thing in the world. But anger once a year, anger once in six months, I'm not pro it. It's wrong. You lose yourself. It's normal. Constant anger. He was saying, I wasn't there for my kids. I didn't take good care of them. He spoiled them. That's, that's the worst. Spoiling with stuff. Kids don't need stuff. Kids need a mom and dad. And he was very humble about it. And then I asked him, was your dad a really tough, um, I said initials to be, you know, S-O-B, because nobody knows what that means, and I wanted to talk nicely. Was he really, he said, yeah. I said, is he alive? He said, no. So I said, what would you give? He's a successful guy. What would you give if your father would be alive, or before he died, and he looked at you and he hugged you and he said, I am so proud to be your father. I am so sorry for all the pain I caused you. I'm sorry I wasn't there for you. I'm sorry I judged you. I'm sorry I wasn't your, in your corner. I'm sorry I made, made you have so much extra pain in your life. I said, did you ever hear that? What would you do? What would that do for your self-esteem? He didn't respond because he was crying. That's what we're giving our kids because that's what they need to survive. So whether they cost you a dollar a day or a thousand dollars a day, supporting their current need when they're sick and dysfunctional is not TP. It's just what you need to do so you can do TP. So what is TP? TP is raising your NKN to such a high level, and most parents have no idea what NKN is. As much as we talk about it, there's very few people do. And in the beginning, you think it's a good relationship. It's not. That's not nafshek shur b'nafshek. And as you reach a hundred of good relationship, and you really want it to happen, a door will open and you'll realize in that new thing of NKN, you're at one, you're at five. This, this hush of a person who... He's allowed to come late. He has NKN. He has real NKN with his child. Because when you have NKN, nafshay, kshura, it's it's a two-way street. 
Someone said, I get along great with my kid. He just doesn't talk to me. What? Your? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you, you, you have NKN. You have Nafshek Shuba Nafshek. And, and you can, you could do miraculous things. It was Shabbos afternoon around three o'clock and his son was in California and he told his wife something's wrong with our son. He felt it. And at that moment, his son was struggling. He, 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 you can learn from him and her and a lot of black belts that are here. And you should. When you're in group, you can't get enough from me, even though I'm here, but sometimes you don't want to hear my voice and it's the same person. Go to the black belts in the room and say, can, you, can we talk to you? And make, make a once a week. They'll help you. They'll help you how to open your heart, how to, how to get off your high horse of stupidity, of thinking that that's a parent. A parent is, like this father told me, I'm not going to say, it doesn't matter where, you know, whether he was Litvish or, or Satmar, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? But he, his son asked him, why do you only criticize me? He said, did you ever get pulled over by a cop? And he just tells you, I just wanted to let you know you're doing a good job. A father's not meant to do anything besides let you know when you're doing something wrong. He has no idea what a father is. He has no idea what a father is. Think about what a father is. Pick up any chenuch book. A father is your stability. A father is your everything. A father is the one you turn to. And he's not going to say things like, I can't look at you. I can't deal with you. I can't... That's not a father. That's a frustrated human being who's under a lot of pressure and gave up his role or her role, if it's a mom. That's not what it is. Parents, parenting is, is, is something that we need to go back and take a look at because a lot of us didn't get it. Now, when we have a struggling kid, we really got to readdress it because it's life and death. TP is not doing all these things and saying yes all the time. That's not TP. We have to say yes all the time because I need to do CPR in this patient desperately and I can't do CPR unless I'm connected to them. So we're going to pay the bills and say yes to all the things that everybody else doesn't understand why. So we can have a relationship because your relationship then you can do TP. Which is taking this kid who has full of darkness in their head and confusion whether it's spiritually off the derech and you want to save them, that's what the Baal Shem Tov said and the Chazanish said. Whether it's emotional pain, whether it's psychiatric, psychological, they're not normal. Don't worry about spoiling them. People with millions of blips or ounces of darkness and unearned pain are entitled to 10 million unearned fun. When you have nafshay shur benafshay, you're able to use your relationship to pull your kid and change their brain from negative to positive. The same kid that's stealing stops stealing automatically without therapy. The same kid that's cutting stops cutting. The same kids that are are cursing you and calling you the names that that kids are have called their parents in this room. All of our parents would have instant heart attacks if they could, could imagine a kid should tell the mother and father, drop dead, and I'm going easy. Because they've said stuff like, we're not even going to get into. And we understand that's a symptom. They stop. 
kids who are cursing, stop. Kids who are into darkness and horrible music, stop. And it's all you. It's all you. Then the ones who are cleaned and facing up and life, I have a future and now I got to really deal with that knife inside, they go to therapy. I send more people to therapy than anyone, but at the right time. Until you have an unbelievable nafshik shura benafsha relationship with your kid, therapy is a waste of time, is a band-aid. Oh, you know what you should do? I got a great idea, because you don't listen to your kid and they won't share with you. You should pay somebody, hopefully get it under insurance so it doesn't even cost you so much, so they should have trust in someone else and be able to open up to them and they won't judge them and they'll be able to be there for them. Really? What? They don't have a mommy and a daddy for that? No, because mommy and daddy, I have to say no. I can't let everything fly. I can't have Wi-Fi on on Shabbos and I have to this and after that. And because of that, they don't have parents. What do you think they do in therapy for the first five years? They talk about the fact that I feel like I don't have parents. I feel homeless. I feel like I'm an orphan. One of the top therapists told me, that she gets a lot of our TP kids down the road because she's good. She said, Avi, I know every time one of your kids walks in. I said, how do you know? First of all, they walk in with their parents. They could be totally not from no yarmulke, no tznias, whatever it is, and mom and dad could be really, you know, religious with yarmulke and tzitzis and even the extra credit stuff. And they and, and she said, even my Gaish kids, they, nobody comes with their parents. And then a lot of them say, oh, they can come in. I have nothing to hide. Like, what? You, what? you have nothing to hide from your parents? And they will openly discuss horrific dysfunction and their parents are in the room. So not only did you save years of therapy of discussing their bad relationship and feeling abandoned by my parents, and remember, these are good kids. And they're acting this way because someone stabbed them and they're hurting. And then on top of that, they feel abandoned and they feel like my parents don't like me. There's no therapy for that. There's only drugs and overdosing for that feeling. That my parents wish I was never born or like a, a parent, Rahman Litzlan told, not TP of course, a parent told his kid, we're going inside. If somebody asks who you are, say you're, you're a painter. You're coming to paint the house. Like the exact opposite of everything that works, of everything that, I mean, it's just, why don't you, really, why don't you just kill the kid? Why don't you just put a bullet in his head? He would rather that, kids would prefer to have cancer or die than to feel that my mommy and daddy don't like me. I'm a loser. They look down at me. I'm, I'm a, a, a problem. And they're not. And I've proven that even with the roughest, toughest kids. And, and as soon as you do TP right, in a short time, you see a sweet kid. Messed up? Yeah. Dysfunctional? Yeah. Nasty? Mean? On purpose? Lahachis? Trying to make your life miserable? No. And if any of you still feel yes, see me after class. We have more work to do. Because when we have a parent-child relationship, we don't have kids who want to die. We don't have kids who are in jail. We don't have kids where we need Hatzalah and Shomrim. We, we've saved most of the problems on Dr. Phil. Watch Dr. Phil. 
all those problems of those kids, look at the way the parents talk to the kid and the way the kid talks to the parents and then they recommend boot camp in Utah and they get abused there and God knows what. We've never needed, and I'm not against it. If if this doesn't work and your kid, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I'm not against anything. You send your kids to psychiatrists, medication, there, do whatever you want. Just give them a mom and a dad and watch what happens. Because most of our kids, a few years later, they're not cutting. They're not suicidal. They're happy. Your kid's happy. Happy kids do well. They'll, they'll have to work out their trauma and their pain. Unhappy kids do really bad. And if you're the cause of making them unhappy, that's horrible. So what is TP? That's what you got to work on. It's tolerating a bunch of stuff so I can do the CPR and I can put light and fun into their lives. And the more that you can do, do. Don't say, let's do the minimum and hope it works. Because if anybody else did that with your kid, you would kill them and sue them, or sue them and then kill them. Kids in the hospital, has 104 fever, has some kind of pick your disease, and the doctor and the nurses say, listen, we did about 60%. What? You did 60%? Yeah, it's hard, it's time-consuming. We did about 60% of what we can do for your child. We have parents here doing 60%, 40%. You're not going to have the results. Do 100%. You want to do something else, tell me, Avi, great to know you. Give me a hug. Go find someone else. If it works, I'll go with you. I'll take everybody there. But until you find somebody else, how could you not do 100% of what you signed up to do? 100%. There's no davening, learning, anything. Nothing comes before reading the manual, mastering this whole thing. Being able to deal with confusion and dysfunction calmly. Hatsala guys come, they train, they come on site. Sometimes it's horrible. The training is not to pause and to know what you're meant to do. You can cry later. You can go to therapy later about what you see. But don't mess up as a Hatsala member. You are all deputized. You're trained. And many of you are so exceptional and amazing. But I want all of you to be there. Because it's it's your kid. Nobody can do what you cannot pay anybody to do what you're going to do. There's no money in the world. I got a call from one of the wealthiest Jewish people. We're talking about super uber wealthy. Probably gives $100 million at Staka. Has a kip. He's, and his question to me was, who can help my kid? Tell me, which psychologist, psychiatrist, treatment center? You, What can I do with my kid? I said, nobody, just you. But he's, he can't. You know, he's too busy, he's too rich, he's, Nebuch, Nebuch, you're burying your kid because of money? You should have more time, hire some other people and, and take your kid on a private jet. You know, we could use that. We had a mom who took her daughter on a private jet. Somehow that worked out. Whoa, that was a booster. How she got that, I don't know. But that kid was smiling. And that's one of our kids who was last year cutting, suicidal, Drinking, walking around with a water bottle with vodka in it, who's today clean from everything, and the parents just sent me a text. Miracle. Miracle. We have miracles. Baruch Hashem. But we, we have to do our part. TP is all of that stuff that we tolerate, not TP. Now, I need you to work on your memory bombs. So you need to take pictures of every gift bomb and every time bomb. Send it to me. Every gift 
That's our medicine. That's our prescription once a week. The gift, take a picture of it before it's wrapped. Take a picture of it after it's wrapped. Take a picture of mommy's letter and daddy's letter. You dads, especially both of you, but dads, you got to write. You're not sure what to write? Go two two tricks. Either go to Hallmark Hallmark uh, card section or Google Hallmark cards and write it down, okay? And just leave out the Hallmark symbol when you write it down. Write ask people for help. Ask people in the group for help. Write what you got to write. You take out the knives. You got to learn how to take out the knives. They don't heal otherwise, okay? Now, I want to see a picture every week for the new people and then at least once a month is minimum. If you're not doing once a month, you're not you're not part of our group. Okay? That means they're healed. So go to the healing group. Okay? As long as they you can go right in front, it's not going to see you. Okay. Um send it to me. The the gift, the pictures, you need that anyway for the memory bomb. If they allow a picture with with you with the gift, great. You'll add it. If if not, don't don't make them crazy. Don't turn into this like all of a sudden we have cameras everywhere and they're going to be like, why do you have cameras? Don't annoy them. But if they allow it, great. Say, hey, take a picture with your whatever. Great. If they allow one with mom, great. With dad, great. If they can allow with mom and dad with your arms around with the gift in the middle, money shot. That's going to be a spread in the memory bomb. But I need to see what you're up to and you need to be doing it. If you're struggling with it, we have this wonderful woman right here who offered to do personal shopping for free with you. And if you live local, she'll go with you to the stores to buy stuff. You don't do local, she'll, I don't know, Zoom, FaceTime. She will, she will get the job done. Amazon expert. Her husband knows because of the Amazon bills. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, she's an Am- she will help you with your bombs. Don't say, I, I don't, I don't know. I can't, I don't know. She'll help you with the cards. You help with cards also. We have moms in the group who are experts at poems. Dads should be writing poems. Nah, you don't know. My kid, no, you don't know your kid. These kids are mushy and they just don't trust you. When you change and you stop being the whatever you think you are and you become the father who's walking into the hospital room for the sick person, where you're shaking and you're, you're vulnerable and you're humble. That's what they need to be around. You know, when, you know when our kids do great? You know when our kids do great? If any of you get sick, I'm not wishing it on you. They step up to the plate, correct? Yeah, even little things. Even little things. But if you could break something, it's even better. If you could have like a major, like whatever. We have someone in the room, we're not going to point fingers, but he was going, yeah. When you're vulnerable, they and and you've done TP, you know, at least you know started it somewhat, right? I'm not talking about the end afterwards where they will serve you for the rest of your life. I'm talking about after a year, after six months. What you've done, your bombs, you've apologized, you've done right, and you're vulnerable. They love helping. They love being helpful. They love helping the homeless people. They love helping. Dogs, they will come home with animals because they're, what, I can't just leave the animal out there. They will come home with humans. Yes, they will because they'll say, and you'll say, you just brought in a total stranger from a different race. And he'll be like, what was I supposed to do? Just leave him out there? Right? Maybe they're better humans than us. Maybe they, maybe they, when, when you're so hurt, maybe your heart opens up and maybe we need to learn from them. 
And we're like, I don't want to have a stranger in the thing. And your kid's like, well, I'll give him my bed. They will give away their bed. And they will certainly give away your bed. (laughs) They will feed them. They will take care of them. They're caregivers. I told a father, a certain father, who was used to sit in that corner. He had a, he had a great speech. He had a great self-esteem. And he had a great, um, just a, a, a very, he was a very big, took up a lot of space in the room. I was, from there, I was intimidated by him, really. It was like, he was like a very stately person. I told him, you know, I said, there's no space in the, in, in the car when you're with your kid. There's no space for your kid. This kid is probably so intimidated, sitting there with the headphones on, because he's scared his father's going to be like, so where are we going? And when he's nice, he's intimidating. Like, so we're going to go out. We're going to take you out. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to go there. We're, I'm going to shoot you. We're going to go on the thing. We're going to go on the ball. There, there's, even when he was trying to, he, there's, he's not dating the kid. There's no, the kid is not, does, is no part of the relationship. You know what I told him? Talk low and slow. Stutter. Don't be so sure of yourself. Just just bring it down. You go to the psych ward and you take over the place. You're too big. It's a good thing, maybe, maybe, for the rest of your life, right? If you're running for president or president of the shul, whatever. But if you're dealing with a vulnerable person, you can't be so big. Low and slow. Don't, not, not you know, psychotic level, you know, not like, hi, how are you today? He's going to be like, Ooh. Are you tying me? I'm, I, are you going to put me in a straitjacket? Or what shrooms are you on? Or something? I'm just saying, just relax, and be calm, and and just say instead of saying we're going to Alpha Rare, say, you know, um, you know, I was thinking maybe, you know, we should, you know, how about we, you know, would you like to, you know, just bring it down a notch, bring it down a notch, cards taking out the knife, building NKN, so that you can enter, put life surprises and light into their lives. That's DP. And guess what? Oh my gosh. Articles are coming out from people I've never heard of. That there's something called neuroscience. And you know what they're saying? That you can change your neural pathways. That instead of being depressed and negative and I have no future and nothing's good, by putting a lot of fun and good in someone's life, they could start thinking positive. Wow. I've been saying that for how long? We've been doing it. Neuroscience people doing research should research our group. No people in jail. Not one suicide. Hashem, please continue to help us. All our kids living at home, and the 1% or 2% that are not are welcome at home. Right? No homicide, suicide. No, no, like, And I'm not talking about in the beginning, in the first month that you're here and you read four pages of the manual and you're like, this is not working. How many of you thought in the beginning, go back, my kid's different? Just raise your hand if you thought, my kid's different. About half, Right? Your kid's not different. Your kid's certainly not different. She's doing great. They respond well to this because it's human nature. They, they don't need to know that you're disappointed in them. That's what breaks them. But it's so hard because they keep on screwing up. That's the trick. That's the trick. One more story. A family that's not TP, obviously, getting advice from top, oh, the top Creme de la creme, paying a lot of money for it, right? And their daughter has a boyfriend. So 
how do you deal with it? So the guy tells them, and this is they go every week, they pay a lot of money. She cannot bring the boy into the home. They have no younger kids, which we'll put that on the side. They went on vacation, they went to a hotel. The guy came, he cannot come to her hotel room, and he cannot, he's not welcome. Why? Because we do not want our daughter to think that we are okay with this relationship. Everybody in the world, everybody in the world would say, that's 100% true. I mean, we have to let her know we're not okay with this relationship. I mean, I think she knows, you know, but we certainly can't change it. If she thinks it's, that it's okay, why would she ever stop? Fundamental basic error. It's two years later. Guess where that boy is sleeping? Okay? No, they did a big, great job. He's not sleeping with her in their house. So she's in his house. So he sneaks in, she sneaks out. They haven't gotten anywhere. How does it fix the problem? They don't even know what the problem is that they're fixing. They, they're playing um, defense, offense. I don't even know what it is. They solve the problem. She needs to know. Uh, but now it's two years later. Then it's four years later. She knew on day one, by the way. She grew up in She knows this is not, she already knows you are not the pride of the family. Al-Hanar has a lay But you have to continue letting her know. And meanwhile, all the work that you've been doing, once you're connected, which heals the child, they gave up over a theory that she needs to know. Baal Shem Tev didn't say that. Chazanish didn't say that. Nobody said that. And even besides for all of that, so now she knows. You are, this is not approved of. Did it break up the relationship? No. Now they, now they want to get married. So the, what does the advisor say? Well, then you tell her, we're not going to support that. We're not going to go to the wedding. So all these years of advice, they didn't heal the patient at all. They didn't give any advice on how to make her better. They just told you how to respond with more rechuk, rechuk, rechuk. That's not advising. The kid has 104 fever. And go to the doctor. If you know how to make the 104 fever become 102 fever, thank you very much. But here they didn't. She still has 104 fever. All they did was tell the parents how to keep on blocking her. Now let's say they're right. They still, they, you have to admit, they didn't heal the patient. She's not any better. She's not from her. She's not less in danger. She's not doing less drugs. She's not less suicidal. So how did you heal the patient? If anything, you healed, you think, the parents. But all you really did was, and they should be sued, is block the parents from healing the actual child so that way, two years later, that kid could be like all of your kids, or most of them, who are so much better. So they gave up on everything. They gave up on a chance of making her fever less. They gave up on a chance of making her drop this boy. How many of your kids dropped dropped people that they were involved with. But you can't drop this guy, even if you realize he's not good for you. Once you took a stand on it and your parents rejected you, now you're fighting for your life and you have nowhere to go because you can't come home with your little suitcase. What do they think? This is the Brady Bunch? Did she get, Can I come home now? I, I, I'm so sorry. 
I, you know, he beats me or he's not for me. No, they, they end up there stuck longer and we've proven this and they can't wrap their minds around it. Your job is to put light into the darkness of this child. Period. The only time you don't do it is if your rabbi says this pu'ula, this thing you cannot do. Out of all of our questions, and we are the most from group in the world, because we don't do a thing without, not just my rabbis, with your rabbis. I've never gotten a no. Never. I've never gotten a no. Give me a scenario that a rub will tell you that it's also la halacha. We've never, and we, and, and we don't have little paiskim. We have huge paiskim here. In Satmer, in, in every single, I don't know why I think of Satmer. In, in Lubavitch, try to balance out here. Sephardi, rabbi. Give me, give me a, a, a high-level rub that ever disagreed with anything we did. So until that rub says it's usher, the advice is you do everything you can to pull this kid in so that, that's not the end. Oh, Avi says your kid should be your friend. No, I don't care if your kid's your friend. I need him to be your friend because I need you to give medicine to him. And the medicine is putting light and fun, fun, F-U-N, into their lives. Think about how much you're doing it. And a lot of parents, I cry, that when you give the parents this advice, there are two types of results that make me cry. One is when they say, I have such a terrible relationship with my kid that they won't even go with me to Cancun. Oh my gosh, Nebuch, really? Your relationship is so bad that if you said, we're going to Hawaii, that your kid won't go with you? How many mistakes did you need to make and it's usually under bad advice. How much bad advice? Since because when they were when they were um, six, they would have gone with you. When they were ten, once they started spiraling, you lost that relationship. You can't even spoil them with a trip to. Really, that I cry for that because that's not helpful. And every single step of the way, from spiraling from stage one to two to three to four, every step. That advice that made it worse and built more walls made it made your kid float away. It was all bad advice from the beginning. From the beginning. And if everybody at stage one would do this, we wouldn't be here at stage four. Unless, of course, we are also dealing with the authentic trauma. God forbid a terrible rape or whatever. They would still be stage four. But you wouldn't be a part of the problem. You'd be able to look at your kid who's, who wants to die and say, come, we're going to Hawaii. And they'd be great. You'd still be a parent to that child. How did the parent-child relationship get damaged? And everybody will say, they did it. It's their fault. I agree. They're the ones who did everything wrong because of their craziness. But you responded to wrong because someone you were paying had bad advice to give. How do you know it's bad advice? Because the proof is in the pudding. So the first thing I cry about is the parents who say, my kid won't, won't go with me. My kid won't even go with me out to a beautiful restaurant. My kid won't let me spoil them. My kid won't hug me. That's very painful. That's very painful. How did that happen? How did we let that happen? The second very painful thing is when parents look at me when I tell them what they have to do to save their kid and they look sick to their stomach and pale as if if I would tell them, you know, your kid, you have to send the kid to Utah. $150,000, send your kid away for two years. I feel like some parents would prefer that than to do TP. It's like, what? I got to be patient? Ugh. Tolerant? 
I gotta have this stuff in my house. I gotta have my kids' friends, their smelly friends in my house. I gotta be nice to people. I gotta like smell stuff in my house that I don't want to smell. I gotta give me some other examples. I gotta constantly buy stuff for this kid. I've gotta be there and pay for their Uber. And I got be their Uber. Halavai, you're their Uber. Right. I gotta be on call. I wanted to be Kesh Yaakov Leshe Bashava. I'm not, I mean, I, uh, do you have any other medicine that can help this kid? Like maybe I could send them somewhere. No, no, I don't. Not with our success rate. And some parents are like, what? I gotta just like love my kid, buy them stuff, take them on vacation, go on six vacations this winter. Oh, and like, you guys, you guys, I don't know about you. You for sure. You're like, this is the great, right? Yeah, some parents are like, what? My kid is very sick and I don't, gotta, I don't have to sit at a bedside and eat Fikr Cholom food and sleep on a chair. I can go on vacation and party and have a great time and just say, sure, honey, this is the best method in the world. This is great. And other people are like, you sure you don't have any other choices? Maybe we can find another family for our child. You know that there are homeless kids that don't have a home because they're not good enough for their parents. All our kids are home. We have no homeless kids. Baruch Hashem. Our kids are home and they're welcome. So I cry that. It's so... I don't blame you. I, 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 I hate baseball and I have to go to baseball games and I had that same look on my face. Because, you know, that... Oh, do I really have to? I had one kid. One of my kids loved baseball. <laughs> Happens to be a very top boy. Loved sports. Loved sports. I hate baseball. So I'll go to hockey and basketball because you know why? If you have ADHD, that's okay. Not that I have ADHD, but if you have ADD or ADHD, there's stuff happening, right? The, the puck, I don't, can't even, couldn't even see it most of the time, but I'm like, and then, you know, he goes, ah, I go, hey, I'm like, wrong team, dad. Oh, okay, sorry. You know, there's stuff happening. There's people running. It's, it's exciting. Baseball. Three hours of hell. Baseball. I'm like, the guy gets to the mound. What did you, like, what did you think you were going to be doing up there? What have you been practicing for? I'm pretty sure you knew you are going to throw the ball, right? Throw the ball! Throws the ball, and then what does he do? I'm like, throw the next ball. No, first he has to chew stuff and spit. Then he all of a sudden must speak to the guy, the manager guy. Why couldn't he talk about it before the game? An hour and a half later, I'm about to, he throws the next pitch. Like, whoa, what do you, why? Just throw three. Just keep on throwing. Get it back. Throw it again. Get it back. Throw it again. You want to look? Look. I don't care. Look. What are you looking at? Look. Think, look. Just come on, guys. I want to see Hasidish baseball. It will be over in 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And it would never start on time. And they would also have like every half hour another ba- another game for the guys who come late, whatever. Just throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball, throw No, now we're going to think about what we should do next. Spitting, more spitting. This guy comes to talk, that guy comes to talk. An hour and a half later, he's like, so what do you think I should... I think you should throw the ball. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw that ball. 
out of my three different types, which type do you think of? Throw the ball. I don't care. It's going to curve this way. It's going to curve that way. It's going to go fast. It's going to go straight. Just just do what you – I don't put it in an earpiece or something. Just get the information. Put up a – I don't know. Do something faster. So I know what it's like when you don't really like the thing or the parents who never – their kids are into gory, scary movies and you have to go there and see like children's brains being eaten and I have to remind you – that after the scene, the child gets up, and they're fine, and it's just ketchup. But we've had, you know, that's tough stuff. But some parents, bechlal, the whole thing is like they look nauseous. They look like, like I just want to be mean. Can't I? Do you have another program? I'll pay you. I'll pay you. Can I just be mean? Can I just not control myself? Be angry at their friends. Say all the stuff, you know, that our parents and grandparents said, you know. Get out of here! You're smelling, waking up. That uh, can I do any of that? That that that's painful. So for you, all of you parents who are struggling, go to therapy, take some drugs, do what you got to do to open your hearts and to realize that we, as a Hashem, can save our kids. I know that they're all going to make it, and I bench you all. And we all bench each other. You should all be zaycha to walk your kid down to that chupa kedas meishav Yisrael. I just wish it would happen faster. Hashem is putting us through a lot, and, he, and we have to have a lot of patience. You got to believe in what you're doing. You got to believe in your kid, and you got to know what you're doing. Back to the point. The point is, stop fetching about the symptoms and start actively doing the actual prescription. Share those gifts and, and, and trips with me. I don't need a hundred pictures. I want to see what they like. I want to know the reaction. Figure it out. Open your mind. I posted um, free tickets to stuff. Grab it. Go. Take the siblings if you need to. Not not if it doesn't pass for you or you're not whatever. For the ones who can go, go. And guess what? You're allowed to pay for stuff also. And we have a kid fund. So if your kids like baseball, get great tickets and go to baseball games. If they like whatever, take them and go. And even though, until they get healthy, they're costing you all this aggravation, time, energy, and money, supporting all of that is not medicine. You'll be doing it in five years from now, unless you do also, in addition, the actual TP treatment. So focus on that. And the more that you do, and the faster you do, the less it's going to cost you, because they're going to get more normal. I never answered the questions. I mean, I try to give advice, but that's not what we're all about. We want to take away the question. We want your kids to behave in a higher level. Classy girls, classy boys that have a nice car, and they're not being um, attacked, and they feel good about themselves. They automatically stop being in that low category of those questions and they upgrade themselves to a better life. You have you have less dysfunction, a different, a higher, a higher type of question. So when you have a question of what do I do? He's doing this. What do I do? He's doing this. Do the medicine. Do the weekly bombs. Then then discuss with me. Never less than a month. But sometimes it's every other week. Sometimes it's every third week. Sometimes you got to continue every week. We have some kids that are very sick. We have some parents who have done more harm than they should have under bad advice usually and have damaged the relationship and you got to keep on going. But you're not going to find anybody else who's going to be able to do this other than you. Hatzlacha Rabbah.